Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. <laughs> I wish you would stop tossing Daddy's boy up and down like that. He just had his dinner. Oh, honey, don't be silly. He loves us, don't you, huh? Now then. I'll get it. Dear, please don't throw him up. Don't throw him up and down like that. Oh, it's okay. Don't Hello? Worry. Yeah? Come on now. Up to Daisy. Why, yes, he just oh. came home. I'll call him. Hold on, please. Oh, Lord. Don't you get, a, get a towel or something? Quick, hurry up. Take, oh, take it, will you? I told you he just had his Honestly. dinner. Really? Oh, my poor oh. baby. Get the phone. Get the phone. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, darling. Yes, Hello? Sweetheart. Yes. Hello? Yes, darling. Yes. I know. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Did the yes, baby fall? Darling, no, yes. no. His daddy just juggled him up and down, throwing him up to the ceiling. Oh, there, there. Uh, hold, hold on, will you please? Yes, it's a little God. domestic yes. crisis here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, hold on just a second. Look, would you all pipe down a little bit? I am on the phone. Take him upstairs, Annie. Honestly. Come on, Bob. Look, will you please? I'm on the telephone. Well, get off the phone and look after your son. Uh, uh, you're the one who tossed him up, up and down after he had his dinner. Really? Come on, Take Bobby. him upstairs, Annie. Oh, golly. Hello. Look, I'm awfully sorry. Now, who did you... S- oh, yes. Oh, yes, sure. Hello. No, no, you didn't call at the wrong time. No, that, that, that's quite all right. Hey, uh, why, I think so. You mean right now? Sure. Fine, right away, Mr. Stedman. <laughs> oh, honey, oh, my gosh. Look, did you just put dinner on the table? Yes. Well, put it back on the stove. The man's coming over to talk about the landscaping while it's still light outside. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I oh, really? Boy, I'm, I'm certainly so popular around here tonight. This is Danny Kay. As some of you might know, my work with children has taken me pretty much all over the world. And some of the things I've seen were tragic. Things which made me more thankful than ever to see our kids growing up in the United States. But in spite of visits to leper colonies and children's hospital wards, one bright truth shone through. Children all have one thing in common, the need for laughter, a need which knows no language barriers. And here in our country, laughter is easily provided for our youngsters, and that's why all of us should be so very grateful to organizations such as the Boys Clubs of America. They provide security, warmth, wholesome outlets for youthful energies. There are more than 500 Boys Clubs throughout the country affording kids these healthy advantages and offering them a very priceless commodity called laughter, the most precious gift for children. As adults, let's be thankful to Boys Clubs of America for their part in helping to take care of our youngsters. Mm-hmm. 
said the man was coming over right away. Well, he, he said he was. It's been 20 minutes since he called. We could have eaten dinner. Well, we are certainly not going to have rare roast beef, that's for sure. I think I better take it out of the oven again, don't you? Yes, well, we could turn the oven off and leave the roast in. Yes, you know. leave the oven door open. Yeah. I'll go do that. Yeah. But there's one thing I do not like. It's cold roast beef. Yeah, well, you can always put hot gravy over it. I do not like gravy on my meat. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, Aunt Effie has more silly ideas about food than anybody I know. Dear, anybody who puts sugar on his tomatoes is a fine one to talk. Oh. There's a car outside! <laughs> oh, oh, there he is. Oh, now, oh, please yeah. don't talk forever, no, dear. No, 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 I'm I mean, just going to give him an idea of what we want. There is a car outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, Aunt Effie, thank you. I heard you, I heard, heard you. you. Put on a jacket. You want to catch another cold? Uh, who is this man, anyhow? I told you, he's a guy who has a very attractive house that we all like. You know, Aunt Effie, the pinkish one with the gray shutters. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. The, the one who does landscape gardening. That's right, that's uh-huh. right. Don't you remember I told you I stopped to admire his house and landscaping and told him that we had to do something and it turned out that yes, he yes, was... Yes, it turned out he was a landscape gardener. <laughs> no, he's not a gardener. He's more of a landscape architect or contractor, whatever oh. you call him. He, he doesn't like... He doesn't do the work himself. Well, I still think you're crazy to call in someone like that. I still don't see why we can't put in our own lawn and shrubbery My there, goodness, really. yes. He'll charge you a fortune. I yes. told you that. I told him that I did not want to spend much and he said not to worry. Uh-huh. Now, look, if you want to eat, go ahead. No, I'm... we'll wait for you, but please hurry, dear. <laughs> And, of course, your soil here, because of the pine trees, is probably quite a sour, acid soil, which, of course, means you'll need quite a bit of lime. Yes, uh uh-huh. Is is, is that quite expensive? Oh, no, 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 not at all. As I told you the other night, don't worry about the money. Oh, well, you know, these (laughs) days, everything... Oh, no, no, there's no reason at all why you can't have a beautiful lawn here, lovely garden, shrubbery, and for a lot less than I'm sure you ever thought. Well, as I told you before, I hadn't really thought of having it done. My wife and I just moved in here last November, and the other day we said we had to do something about the yard now that spring was here. Oh, of course, of course. You've got a lovely new home, and naturally you wanted to be just as beautiful outside as it is in the inside. Yes, yeah, that's right. That, actually, we thought we'd put in the lawn ourselves and the shrubs and garden and all that. In fact, my wife got a lot of books from the library and we looked them over and by golly, I tell you, when I saw all the work that had to be done, I was really... <laughs> I know, don't tell me. You said, when am I ever going to get the time? <laughs> yes, that's right. That's well, right. <laughs> you just tell me what you want and I'll work it out. For well, you. that certainly would be wonderful. Oh, here's that. Hello, dear. And I thought we'd put our coats on, come out and see what you two men were talking about. Yes, uh-huh. We had ideas about the yard, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, this, this is my wife, How and do you do? my aunt, Miss Sorensen, Mr. Stedman. And Mrs. Piper, Miss Sorensen. <laughs> Did you tell him, dear, about the rhododendrons we want on that side of the house, and the spreading Jupiter, and Juniper, <laughs> and the azaleas, and the lilac bushes, and the carpet of English ivy between the house in the driveway. And the roses we want, uh-huh. too, you know, climbing <laughs> on the wall. Well, I, I mentioned them to Mr. Stead. Well, as I told Mr. Piper, the first thing he has to think about is the lawn itself. Yes, well, that's what I told my wife the other day. As soon as you get your lawn in, then you can decide about the shrubbery and the various yes, yes, other... Yes, of course, I, I understand. Well, that. I'll tell your wife and your aunt what mm-hmm. I told you. The first thing I'll do is cut down some of the trees. <gasps> Cut down the trees? Cut down the trees? Well, now, dear, Mr. Stedman knows what he's doing. Well, my goodness, I'd like to know what he's doing, too. Well, what, tr- what trees do you mean? Well, you want to thin down the overgrowth. I take out that clump. Those two over there. Oh. That one. What? And over there. Oh. Yes, I'd say about 12 trees altogether. 12 trees? 
Well, the reason we moved out here was because of the trees. Well, yes, And I but... must say we went to a lot of trouble when we built the house to make sure the men didn't cut down everything around the house. Oh. Well, yes, but I don't think you want these. Well... And I would put in about four or five new trees to replace these. Say, a couple of blue spruce, maybe a, a maple tree, and a silver birch or two. Oh, that's nice, dear. I love silver birch. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're very nice. Well, honey, I, well, I, Mr. Stedman knows what he's doing, and you know how we've admired his house. Well, yes. Now, I, I don't want to do anything that Mrs. Piper doesn't want. Well, well I'm I sure my wife wants the yard to look nice, and well, you, dear? Well, yes, but I must confess, I don't see why we buy some land because it has trees, and we build a house, and then we cut down the trees and plant some others. Mm. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. Oh, well, the way you say it, it doesn't make sense. I will admit it sounds rather strange. However, I think you certainly want unity and a style of design, or, or let me put it this way. You want a landscape design that is uniformly beautiful. Oh, yes, yes, we, we, we certainly do. Now, let me explain it this way, Mrs. Piper, as I have often explained it to my wife. When you women... Put on cosmetics. You don't put your lipstick on your nose or your mascara on your chin just because it's makeup that belongs on your face. You put your rouge and lipstick where it gives the best effect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is true. The same way with shrubbery and trees. When you're landscaping your home, you put them where they give the best effect. Well, I must say I never heard it explained that way, and it does sound logical. Uh, Yes, yes, I should say. (laughs) Well, I feel when I'm landscaping someone's home that I must put as much creative effort into it as an artist who paints a picture. After all, it is a setting. Very much as a jeweler mounts a lovely diamond in a setting, I try to do the same thing. This is a setting for you and your family. Oh, well, that, that's certainly... Uh, now, supposing we all walk over to the front of your home and I'll try to describe what I feel is the right landscaping. Mm. Uh, Mr. Stedman, now, do you feel that this is the time to put in the grass? I don't like uh, him. Well, oh, I, now, why do you say that? For Pete's sake. I don't care. I don't like him and I don't trust him. Now, you ask him how much his creative settings are going to cost. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. This is the news. This simple statement with which distinguished newsman Edward R. Murrow introduces his news broadcasts has prefaced some of the most outstanding reporting and commentary of our time. Each Monday through Friday night over CBS radio, Edward R. Murrow continues to present a quarter hour of concise news reports supplemented by perceptive commentary. Hear Edward R. Murrow with the news tonight. Well, I'm sorry. I'm afraid the roast beef got rather well done. Look, I didn't know he was going to stay so long. I just... Oh, that's all right. My goodness, he's a handsome man, isn't he? You know who he looks like? Charles Boyer. <laughs> yeah, by golly, he does with that. And isn't he nice? Oh, he is. He's just lovely. And as nice as can be. Yeah, and smart, too. Mm. But I mean, I think you can certainly tell that he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Charming. That's the word for him. Just full of charm. What's the matter with you? I didn't say anything. I must say I don't know why you don't like that, Mr. Stedman. He is so handsome. My goodness. Oh, Aunt Effie. All right, why don't you like him? I don't know why, I just don't. And I don't know why you didn't ask him how much this was all going to cost. I like a man who says, this is what I'll do and this is what it'll cost. 
I don't like a man who acts as though he's Leonardo da Vinci just because he's going to put some fertilizer on the lawn. Oh, now look, he has been very nice. And actually, mm-hmm. I didn't ask him to come here at all. He offered to. And I mean, well, he's been so nice, I didn't want to bring up the subject of money. Well, I'll tell you this much, dear. When the time comes, he's not going to mind bringing up the subject of money. I didn't tell him to go ahead with a thing. We were just talking. Yes, well... Boy, you act as though this guy were trying to take me for a ride. Or... Well, he could take me for a ride any time. <laughs> My, did you notice the spiffy convertible black with red leather seats? Look, he doesn't even know if he's got time to do our place. He's so swamped with work oh. right now. Well, he, we may never hear from him again. You want to bet? I'll bet our phone rings before you even go to work tomorrow morning. He's figured it out that he can just squeeze you in if he starts on the job right away. Oh, Lynn, now don't be ridiculous. I'll bet you $25. Oh, $25? What's the matter with you, my goodness? I need money for my trip this summer, Aunt Effie. All right, what if you lose? <laughs> I, I won't. Yeah. My grandmother always said, beware of the man with charm. Now, look, I'm just as good a judge of character as your grandmother. <laughs> all right, dear, tomorrow we shall see. All right, see. all right. <laughs> No job is more important to a mother than looking after the well-being of her family. And mothers know that X-Lax is so gentle that many doctors recommend it for youngsters as well as adults. X-Lax is the pleasant, chocolate laxative that helps you toward your normal regularity gently overnight. So get relief the gentle way that nature wants, without upset, without discomfort. X-Lax does not disturb your sleep, and tomorrow you'll be well on your way toward your normal regularity. Get America's largest selling laxative, X-Lax. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Madeline Pierce, and Phil Sterling and is produced by Walter Hart.